0: creating value by causing great connections and great experience with your guests is what we're going to be talking tonight about on the Boostly podcast and we're going to be doing that with a successful short-term rental host who uh, we're going to ask questions of his business we're going to find out his story and generally just all the tips that you as a host can learn from tonight so Welcome to the Boostly Podcast. If you've not listened to this before, this is the podcast that gives t- hosts the tools, the tactics, the training, and most importantly, the confidence, so you can go out there and get more direct bookings. My name is Liam carolan I'm Mark Simpson's co-host. And today we're going behind the host uh, with Alex DeCamp, and he's got an awesome short-term rental company. It's based uh, in and around Detroit in the USA. And he's got around about 30 listings, um, which you can go and check out. His company is called Great Stay, which you can go and check out right now at greatstay.co. And uh, you can go and check out his awesome website and um, go and see see a little bit more about his business. But first, let's find out how he is creating uh, the connections with locals and how it's adding value to his guests who come and stay with us. So welcome along, Alex. Thank you for joining us.
1: Hey, Liam. Thanks for having me here. I'm a big fan of uh, Boostly and the podcast, and it's great to be here.
0: Well, it's awesome to have you on, and I know we've known each other from uh, some of the trainings in, in the past and uh, from, from Boostly websites and stuff like that. so it's great to have you on and uh, get a chance to, to finally do this. So for everybody listening, can you just give an introduction to your business and uh, introduce yourself?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Alex DeCamp, I'm, I'm here in Detroit, Michigan, have roughly, well, I have 26 properties right now, and I'm onboarding another five, so right around that 30. Unit count that you're talking about, and really, I've been in real estate for a while. And over time, we had folks that would rent from us, and they actually operated our properties as short-term rentals. And I kind of caught the caught the caught the bug, and uh, uh, I tested one out in one of my buildings, and I fell in love with it. I actually traveled out to to um, to London for a for a conference, and after I saw the technology that was coming along and the excitement that was in this community. I just, I just fell in love and um, I've been growing my business ever since I had a corporate position with a bank. I did a lot of great community development endeavors, worked on lending programs, nonprofit uh, uh, relationships and whatnot. And uh, at the, there was a time where it made sense for me to kind of leave that position. And and I've been growing my company uh, ever since.
0: That's cool. And the you mentioned that you've done it in a couple of your buildings, and that's how you got started. What sort of model do you use? Is this is this ones that you own, or do you do any um, rental arbitrage or management? What sort of models do you do you use?
1: Um, everything I have is either I own it or I co-host. So I, I will manage for for other folks or um, you know buildings that I own. Uh, if it's buildings that I own, it's multi-family. So for example, uh, in one of our apartment buildings, which is three buildings, we've converted one of the buildings uh, for, uh, seven units. Into basically a little mini hotel, another building in um, in a nice part of town. We have six units, and my business partner he's actually operating or he's opening a uh, cafe underneath uh, in the in the garden level unit. So we're really excited to have that you know that that amenity there for the guests. And then I do co-hosts for other folks, mostly single family homes. And um, it, it, it's funny because building this business, you know, it's it's important that you have a guest avatar, at least I feel it is. And I think a lot of people would agree with that because then you know who you're really marketing toward that then you know who you're building your product toward and whatnot. So I've, I've always had this struggle where I'm like, well, do I want to have my, my avatar is the business traveler, the, uh, um, you know, the folks that are in town that, that they're here for business. But they also want to experience the local community. And that's when we'll talk about the uh, the small businesses. But, it, you know, and I've struggled. I'm like, well, why am I taking on these single family homes? And and um, I, I've really kind of found that the business traveler, are, they're also looking for that. But that's more for midterm stays. So that, that's a, a part where we're growing. But yeah, so I have a multifamily and I have a single family that I manage.
0: Nice, nice.
1: And that really gives us kind
0: of idea of where your business is at at the moment. Take me back. What did you do before all of this? Um, before you got into hospitality, you mentioned you were already in real estate. But um, mm-hmm. is that
1: how far back is this? Oh wow! So, <laughs> uh, so you know, I studied. I studied at a uh, have a, a degree in urban planning, real estate development. Uh, I've been like I was mentioning. I was with a bank for a long time. After I got my graduate degree, I was like, I want to be in the city of Detroit. I, I have family history here. I, I, I there are so many things to love about this city. And, um, if you've never been here, I I highly recommend visiting. It's, it's, uh, I think I mentioned to you earlier, you know, I was, I was with some travel writers uh, last night and they were just amazed at the city. It's, it's, it wasn't what they were expecting. It was all the first time here. But, um, so I came to the city and I worked on lending programs. My background is lending with financial institutions. And, uh, I, I I had an amazing position where I was working with a growing bank and we worked on. You know, lending programs, uh, investment programs. Uh, just basically, we, we worked with all the groups in the city who were working to, to um, improve the infrastructure, improve the amenities, and you know, we 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 kind of did that. But my the people that ran the bank, we, I was close with, and they also knew that I like to develop, so it was great. They they gave me the freedom, and I acquired property and I developed property. We have some mixed use buildings where we have restaurants and. Uh, bars and 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 other retail businesses with apartments above, and that's where you know some folks started renting from us and turning them into short term rentals because they they like the fact that we basically built walkable, you know, we had walkable buildings where folks wanted to visit, and then from there, this this is kind of where this idea grew.
0: You know, that's what I love about this is that you've actually created your own ecosystem of why people come and visit because a lot of the times people are saying, "Hey, which areas work for short term rentals?" and you know, there's got to be a reason they want to come and visit. And then is that area nice? And you, you're helping to make it nice through these successful businesses uh, close by. Let's talk more about that and uh, the, you know, the actionable uh, stuff that you're doing in the, in the business. So when it comes down to these local businesses, talk me through how it's working at the moment and what you're doing, uh, which is pretty special for uh, Great Stays.
1: Yes. Yeah. So um, one of the advantages, uh, I was very lucky when I was at the bank that I got to work with a lot of small businesses. And when I, you know, I mentioned, I talked, I worked on community projects, but really these small businesses, so many folks that want, that had an idea uh, and needed l- lending, I, um, I was always the guy, I was like, yeah, why not? And, you know, it's, it's always easy when somebody else's money, right? But, um, uh, and I worked with a lot of these small businesses and uh, over time just got to know them. And I would say, you know, acquaintances, friends, and since then, now that I have this business, you know, I basically I know how difficult it can be for small businesses to get to get customers. And you know, they're really when somebody's in town, when somebody's visiting in town, they they don't really know about some of these great places. They'll know about the things that are kind of you know maybe down you know downtown or whatnot, but they don't know to, um, they don't always know at least the places I really appreciate. So what we do is we work with local businesses to kind of showcase them. Um, Like, for example, there's been a couple of gyms that we've worked with who will offer, you know, our guests stay for maybe four days or maybe two weeks. They don't necessarily want to buy a month membership for a gym. So these gyms will offer them a a week membership. And the gym loves it because obviously they're getting business that they want to have. And then the guests love it because they can, you know, they can now work out just like they do uh, at home. And what's really great about going back to the the, the avatar, you know, our our avatar is a, a person that appreciates that they appreciate the amenities. They want to be able to be comfortable where they're at. Uh, same thing with uh, local restaurants. You know, there are local restaurants that, and people ask this all the time. I mean, all hosts get asked these questions. But the thing that we are uh, can provide with some restaurants, and hopefully this grows, are uh, discounts. You know, what can we do to give them? Why don't you go to this coffee shop? You'll get a free cup of coffee. Now that works for. The, we have 2 we're above two cafes, and both cafes. Uh, I'm sorry, we have two locations above two separate lo- uh, cafes, and both of those cafes have agreed to you know um, uh, to work with us, uh, discounted coffee, uh, whatnot, places to hang out, and and actually it helps for like uh, uh, when they have to wait for the you know to come to the room and whatnot. But um, so those partnerships. Really, or what we're what we're developing, and it, it's great for a couple of reasons. You know, first, it enhances the guest experience. They can come in, they 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 see these recommendations, and not only that, they might you know they might get a discount for going there. And then on top of that, you know, it helps the, the small business. We talked about that. The small businesses, it's it's tough enough, and so if they can get more people to come in, you know, it really helps. And then also, it, it's. You know, we all know that regulatory there can be you know regulatory restrictions on short term rentals, and um, I've worked with like uh, local city council and other you know uh, uh, policymakers before, and this can showcase like look at we're we're not just you know trying to, we're not just hosting these folks to make money for ourselves so, like we're actually trying to impact and invest in the this, this small business community and 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 like you said build our own ecosystem. Uh, you know, I mean, you know, we work with local cleaners, we work with local folks with uh, uh, the gig economy for Instacart and whatnot, you know, the, there's, there's one side of it. But then also the guests here, we have this captured captive audience, and they're looking to eat, they're looking to work out, you know, they're looking to be entertained. That's very cool, indeed. And. What
0: I'd like everybody listening to this podcast to really think about is when we first take on properties, we are looking at the location and we're looking at all these cool things about why people come and uh, come and stay. And then once we've got the property, we're often just looking internally, We're just looking at what we can do internally to enhance their experience. But I'd encourage that, especially because there's a lot to think about with hospitality, the hosts out there who have got your listing just live, do go and visit your local coffee shop, go and visit the local gym and do some of these things that Alex here is doing. Because ultimately, by enhancing that guests, what's the word, experience when they're actually in in place, they're going to always think of you as the host and your property as their overall experience. So when they're likely to review, they're likely to review higher based on the entire package. You're adding value without actually having to give away Uh, cost you know which is so important you know how do we add value how do we stand out from our competition
2: quick break from the podcast to let you know that the two boostly books that we brought out the book direct playbook and the book direct blueprint are two of the top rated and the best selling in the hospitality category on amazon for just two pounds you can grab both of those books right now the foundations and the structures that you need to put in place is in the blueprint and then for 101 marketing tactics that is in the playbook So go and grab a copy on Amazon now, just type in book, direct playbook or the book, direct blueprint, and uh, we'll see you on either side.
0: What I'd love to know is how do you showcase these? How do you inform guests of these perks? Like what, what is the,
1: um, what is the way that they'd find out about some of these, these awesome things that you do? So that's all tech. It's, you know, my, my dream is that, that I will, um, Get to the point where I can have a couple hours of uninterrupted work time every morning. And really the dream is just to wake up earlier and do it. But um and and so I can work on the tech. And the tech uh, uh we work with uh one software called Enzo Connect. Enzo Connect has guidebooks. We have um links in there where we talk about you know uh, everything uh, there's also host co which will actually work with enzo connect we're figuring that one out as well and then um my kind of uh, on the ground ops manager he he is uh he comes from hospitality he's a general manager of a restaurant you you know between uh, him and myself we're we just tell people everywhere to go and and work with them all the time they see us a lot Um, obviously that's difficult to scale but uh it's really what we want to do is be able to um, have our team says i i have some virtual assistants that we work with and just to be able to use the tech that we have and then get to the guests And that's so important, isn't it, having that local knowledge, even though we want to automate as much
0: as we can, that personal touch where somebody like the general manager who can suggest the restaurant when they ask and, um, you know, where they've got access. And Enzo Connect, I just want to bring everyone's attention to Enzo Connect, um, is a great thing to look into. If you haven't uh, Googled Enzo Connect, go and have a look into it, digital guidebooks and more. And um, it's just very good to, uh, it does feature in the, uh, Blueprint, Mark Simpson's book, they book Direct Blueprint as well. into Connect have got chapter, So um, really great company to go and check out. So while we're on the subject of tech, Alex, is there any other tech in your business that you like to use or something which has really helped you on your journey?
1: Yeah, so I have three pillars for my team. The three pillars are, you know, make sure codes, uh, locks work, make sure that cleanings are done, and then make sure guest communications are, are done. And this is in in the business itself. So my PMS is Hostway. Uh, I use Breezeway for cleaning management, and then I use uh, Remote Lock currently for locks. I'm always exploring. I love Breezeway. I've actually decided my PMS based on that because the, one, the ones I was looking at didn't integrate with it at the time, and I, and I went uh, there. Uh, but really, like I feel like if you have those fundamentals down, then you can you can create. like That's the baseline for your product. You should always have a clean property for guests. You should always answer messages. And you should always make sure that they can access property. Like, if you're not doing that, then you shouldn't be in this business, right? And then from there, um, internally with the company, uh, I use Slack and Asana. So Asana for task management management, and Slack for uh, communications with the team. And then something that I really want to get into and that I'm, um, you know, in that two-hour free time in the morning, it's Airtable and uh, Zapier and because automations, I feel, they're the automations and then with the introduction of AI, of course, you know, that's where we're going to go with this business. And I feel like we can connect so many things And, and you're right. You have to have the personal knowledge. You have to have the local knowledge. You have to have the personal touch, but we can, we can do a lot with the tech that's out there right now to not just put us at that, that base level of the fundamentals that I mentioned earlier, but also beyond that to, to enhance the experience and almost predict, you know, what, which questions are going to come in and whatnot, and try to answer those before they even ask them. And then from there, we can add the, the human touch, uh, when it's needed. And when we, when you see that as necessary. That's yes, uh, it's a cool tech stack. I mean, there's going to be people listening to this who
0: are going, what, what, what do these do? But you know, you've got your host away, which is an amazing PMS. Um, if anybody wants to go and google them they can go check them out breezeway which handles the cleaning operations the maintenance operations and more now as well they've started doing guidebooks they've started doing you've got tasks and things like that you can do as well uh, inspections can be handled on it as well mm-hmm. and then obviously having things like remote lock just means that you can operate your locks without the worry that somebody's gonna go and clone key or you know go and get access when they shouldn't do using uh so remote remote lock is a, a really cool app as well. So thank you for for sharing those with us, Alex. It sounds like things are going really well. I'd love to know, has there been any challenges along the journey so far?
1: Oh yeah. I mean I mean things are well, but you know, I was at a property hanging a curtain today. Like like there, you know, I was I was at a property the other day cleaning up after a guy um he made a mess. It, it was our first guest at a new property. Things that are, you know, should be delegated and whatnot, but I'm still I still do that. I still put out fires all the time. But um really what it is though in in all my businesses I look at it it's a lot of this stuff falls on me and it's it's you know yes somebody did something that they shouldn't have done yes this happened but you know at the end of the day we can prepare for a lot of this and as long as we do this stuff that we know we have to do take care of it right away then, then we're good so the challenge is i would say is for me to get out of my own way you know it, it falls on me but hey if i'm if something if I'm, you know something happens and i quickly jump in and i quickly take care of it well, then I'm not letting anybody in my team do that. And I do that a lot because, you know, it's my business. It's my baby. I, I, I think I'm the best at it. And the truth is, you know, I'm just the most experienced at it. And because it's of my own business, I mean, and um, I need to let somebody else take that on if I want to grow and be at the level that I want to be at, which is, you know, more hands off in that regard when I can focus more on on growth and and uh, company culture and and everything like that. So I would say the challenge is really, it's, you know, it's, it's growth. It's, it's believing in yourself. It's, you know, I look at this and it's funny. I, you know, I just see myself as a small company and, and, and I don't really think, you know, I, I never really thought too much. And then I I gave my first presentation a little while back and they, the, the people that hosted it told me it was like one of the longest presentations at, um, not long as like bad, but like, because people were asking questions and most appreciated afterwards. And you kind of realize like, wow, you really build up a wealth of knowledge. So I, I think it's time for me to, you know, put the systems in place, delegate and automate, automate, delegate, uh, eliminate <laughs> uh, the things that uh, don't need and, and let the company run. And then I can focus on, you know, really uh, using that knowledge and to grow in the ways that we, that we want to. Sounds good, and I'm sure there's so
0: many people, me included, who relate to that. That um, one of my mentors say you've got to let go to grow, and you don't want anything to get broken along the way. But it is—it's that moment of handing it over to somebody uh, when the time comes, isn't it? So a very uh, a good challenge to be overcoming at the moment. Let's switch it around then. So, what has been your biggest
1: wow moment uh, so far of your hospitality journey? A big wow moment, really. It's you know I, I don't want to repeat, but it, it was it was realizing. Like speaking with people in the industry, especially people getting started, you, you know, we just, you know, I, I, I'm, I haven't been in this industry too long, but a few years now, but um, realizing how much knowledge was, has been amassed. Like, like the, my operations manager, he, he has a few properties and you know, he was, he was going out and delivering keys to every guest. And he was like, I didn't even realize that there were, you know, there's, you could change lock boxes or lo- um, lock door codes, you know, and it, it's like taking a step back and then kind of looking at it and seeing that you do, you know, we do have all these cleaners and we do have this, this, our own little ecosystem these businesses we work with. you like, wow, this is, this is pretty cool. You know, we've got a good thing going on here. And I also, you know, I love it with, uh, I get myself pulled back in for customer service. Sometimes I love talking to guests. Of course I love talking to guests when it's going well, you know, who doesn't like that, but that sometimes this is more about the city of Detroit itself, but sometimes when guests come here and it's their first time and they just they write me this big letter afterwards talking about what they did and what they saw and they said thank you so much this was a launching point and like it's cool it feels really good to be able to be a part of that to be a part of that experience for people so i think wow was was you know seeing that we're we're a little further along than than we thought but the joy comes from you know from the guests and and when they have a, a great time visiting
2: If you're struggling on how to get direct bookings and overwhelmed on where to start, then I recommend you go and book in a call with Boostly and our team right now. We can walk you through exactly what we're offering, how we can help you and give you a portfolio of websites that we have worked with that are matching not only your niche, but could be in your location as well. Boostly has helped over 2,000 hospitality businesses all over the world increase their direct bookings. And if you are interested, then all you need to do is go to boostly, boostly.co.uk forward slash call and book in an appointment with one of our sales team.
0: And that's the beauty of this industry is that we're actually helping people have some of the best experiences. And truthfully, this sounds corny, but of their lives when it comes down to it, a lot of the times when people are on holiday was listening to a podcast the other day and they said that they realized that all of their best memories and best photographs usually came from photographs on vacation so the what we're doing when people are coming to stay with us especially if they're here for leisure obviously a lot of us host midterm and, and workers as well but especially the ones for leisure when you do get those letters of appreciation or those emails which says hey i really enjoyed the city you do feel a sense of, of of pride, rightfully so, for introducing not only to a nice stay, but actually introducing them to the area. And who knows? Without your properties being available, perhaps they would have picked somewhere else. You know, maybe not come to the city altogether. So, it's a really uh, great wow moment, and uh, yeah, really uh, resonates certainly with me, and I'm sure with people listening. What, what does the future look like,
1: Alex? Well, so the future. I need to do a better job with marketing. And I'm very, very excited to have my Boostly website. I've uh, you know, we've worked on that for a little while. It took me a little while to get the info over. We finally got to the finish line a while back. And I think it was a, a Boostly podcast that I was listening to. And it was about, yeah, it was it was the Instagram marketing one. And it was about how, you know, how do we use social, which I never did until I hired an ops person. We still have to kind of revamp it, but how do we use social to get folks to book? Our properties to get our, our our avatar to book our properties, and then after that, how do we capture them for direct bookings and really showcase the amenities for those folks? And I realized that there's this whole like there's this there has to be a system to it, and there has to be a process to it. You can't just uh, rely on you know the marketing that you get with the OTAs. OTAs are great and, and everything, and they're obviously huge, you know, marketing sources. But let's be honest: if we really want to be the companies that we want to be, we have to be able to 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 manage our our properties like as they are as their own business and not rely on, on, you know, a rating system and a, um, uh, basically, you know, be beholden to some of these other rules. So that I think is, that I know is what we're focusing on. So I, I've got to get through this weekend. It's a big weekend with Taylor Swift coming. All my units are booked. You know, we, 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 we had a meeting this morning prepping ourselves to make sure that we're, we're good. But I really think that it's, you know, using the marketing to create and uh, uh, maintain our, our direct booking um, uh, clientele. And then from there, Great Stays is, is looking to grow into boutique hotels. Nice. I'm really excited for you, Alex. I mean, that
0: is um, what a great thing to be focusing on. And thank you for, for mentioning the website as well. I mean, when it comes down to it, like you say, there's everybody who's listening to this can take some action to increase the number of uh, stays which are more likely to book direct. And social media being a free platform is such a big thing part of that so as we get towards the end of these podcasts alex we love to just ask a couple of fun questions and the first question i'll ask yourself you mentioned you briefly touched on it what does your morning or daily routine
1: look like all right what do i want it to look like or what does it look like so the 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 big fan of the 5 a.m club trying to get there so uh wake up in the morning I, i i feed my cat and then really i um I, I try to do something physical to get the blood flowing. And then I hop into the business. I hop into the business and basically go through my check my checklist and whatnot. And really, I let the day kind of flow after that. But um, I try to knock out all the big things in the morning. And then throughout the day, I, I kind of uh, work more towards kind of you know incoming messages. I want to change that, though. I want to, like I said, have get up a little bit earlier and do uninterrupted time working on uh, some of the automations and whatnot. Nice, nice. Who is the a celebrity or somebody famous who you'd love to meet, somebody you'd love to sit down and have dinner with? I would say, um, you know, it's it's funny. Uh I'm gonna say Taylor Swift, just because nice. this whole city's going wild right now. and hey, you've got a uh, chance
0: to meet her. <laughs> yeah, I have a chance I've never a chance to meet her.
1: You never know. But it's it's actually it's actually funny. The the reason I say that though is because um, you know, she she's popping up all over the place in the news. She's here, my friend who is part of the uh uh, tourism bureau, you know, they, he, he's ta- asked about her every day in the podcast, but the more I see, I, cause I, I, I wasn't always familiar with who she was until recently. Um, like I didn't know, but like real estate, uh, endorsements, uh, all this stuff, it's not just music. Like she's actually an extremely successful business person. And I would love to just pick her brain and be like, how is it that here you hear you, you know, you're making these moves and, you know, and she's been doing it since she was a teenager. I, I I don't know if, there, if it's out there, but I'm gonna, um, my guess is there's probably some college courses that focus on her and the way that she's navigated the business world. And I just think it's fascinating. 100%. I think she's um, often,
0: if she's not given the credit she deserves a lot of the time for that business mind that she's got. Because ultimately, um, to go from hit to hit and all of the sound investments she makes is amazing. So great, uh, great shout on the answer for that one um what
1: is one motto or mantra that really resonates with you i say this more than i want to but it's the buck stops here and i mentioned this earlier it's everything i do a lot of things happen and and i sometimes i see people they you know something happens and they're like oh well so and so did this or so and so did this but the truth was they they didn't have themselves in a ready position to deal with it and and so that's what i'm uh, a lot of times when something goes wrong i find it's because i didn't Either I can learn from it and prepare for the next time, or it's because there probably was something that I should have taken care of that I didn't take care of, and it built up. So uh, actually, from you know, from Legends X, uh, I, I kind of love this. It's one of the core values that Eric uh, mentioned. But it it was you know, it's not the, the the if some if a mistake happens, it's usually a failure in the system. It's not a failure in the person. If it happens again, then you know you deal with that and KPIs. But like really, it's it's because you didn't have something in place to take care of it. And everything's a learning experience. So um, it's very difficult for me to sit here and blame people at the end of the day. It's like, oh, you know what? I can, it, it comes back to me. What am I going to do to make sure that it doesn't happen again or in the future? And then we'll move from there. And I think that um, it, it's allowed me to kind of look at growth in a different way and also go through some of the like, you know, hardships or, or the, 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 the blows that you dealt uh, in a different way as well
0: that's that's a great answer and when it comes down to that ultimate i think you called it extreme ownership uh that was obviously eric and jasper wasn't it? extreme yeah. ownership it's something which i always now when when something does go wrong you do look inwardly as opposed to it's not always that person's fault you can actually go well, oh, hang on i didn't write down the system or i didn't tell that person or i didn't you know i could have marketed that better or you know whatever it is it is um it's very true so um, what a great way to bring things to a close. Alex, how can people get in touch with you? How can they follow you? How can they find out
1: more? So uh, the website, it's greatstays uh, great stays with an S. So uh, www.greatstays.co. I don't have that.com. I don't know how to get it. Uh, and then uh, social, it's um, great underscore, underscore stays underscore uh, yeah, on Instagram. So that's, uh, the, the but we're building that now. And I'm probably going to lean on on folks like yourself and the folks in my masterminds to to kind of help me do more on social but yeah um awesome. and then if they want to email me it's just alex at greatstays.co well we will add those
0: i think we suffered a bit of breakup on there but we will add those to the show notes as well for anybody who wants to go and check out obviously the awesome website the uh the instagram and to watch your journey grow because it's uh it's, it's really enjoyable to watch and obviously i'm glad you come on here and shared your story so i know there'll be people listening to this who's got value from it and if you listen to this on the boostly podcast or watching on the live if you think there's somebody else you know who would get value from this please make sure to share this do direct them to the boostly podcast because we do love to have hosts awesome hosts like alex on where i mean we've we've learned about the different tech we've learned about how you're scaling the challenges all of that cool stuff which um which helps and the one thing um there's two things i'm going to take away from this podcast alex which is the first of all i I didn't know you had the background in uh, loan banking and that side of things. And I pictured when you were talking about that, I was pitching like, yes, I don't know if you've seen the film. Yes, man, where you're approving lots of sports, <laughs> uh, loans and stuff like that. Um, but also the fact that having that community and actually promoting, not just your own business, but the local area, the local cafes, the local gyms, you know, all that cool stuff. And that's something which I will take away and put into my business. So uh, hopefully others listening will do the same. So Thank you very much. Was there anything we missed along the way before we bring it to a close?
1: No, this has been great. I just want to say thanks again for
0: having me here. It's our pleasure. And uh, thanks again. I'm sure people come and check out the business, but that's bye for now. We'll see you on the next one.